you are listening to the End Time Podcast. We live in a time when there has been so much truth and so much deceit heralded as the Word of God. A time when the word prophet can stir so many controversial thoughts, heated conversations, and conflicted feelings. But Holy Scripture says to believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. This special series of episodes is a discussion around these thoughts and feelings. What makes a true prophet, and do they still exist? It is possible to tell the difference between the truth and the false. What is the characteristics of a true prophet and his prophecies? Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode. We want to go a little bit more into where we left off with Malachi chapter 4. If I could just bring it back to your remembrance again, and that's Malachi chapter 4, and I'll just read from verse 4 this time, which is, Remember ye the law of Moses my servant, which I commanded unto him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgments. And, and really that's just to put in your mind to, to show you there's one coming like this. Remember the law of Moses. And then he goes on in verse 5 and says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And this is very specific. This is after the time of Elijah. Elijah had come and Elijah had gone. But now he begins to come and say, I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And Elijah was a very peculiar man in his makeup. And the way that he was, we have to go all the way back into the book of Kings in order to pick up who Elijah was because the scripture is very specific in who it's talking about. And I'm going to pick it up in Second Kings chapter 1 and verse 8. Uh, just to bring that in first where it says they were asking what kind of a man brought these words. It was Elijah that was speaking and they said, describe him to me. And this is the description that a man would give of Elijah. And it's and they answered him, he was a hairy man. He was girt with a girdle of leather about his loins. And from that description, the king knew that's Elijah the Tishbite. <laughs> That's a pretty basic description, pretty simple description, but there was something about him where he knew, yeah, he that's him. You have to go back uh, to 1 Kings 17 when the king first met Elijah. Yeah. And uh, the king himself at that time had his own prophets. He had his own people around him. Um, but this is one that came out of the wilderness. So he, he would have had his own prophets that were dressed the way he thought a prophet should be dressed. Right. Right. But something about Elijah was just different. Yeah. If, if you can remember, it was uh, in, in, in 17 verse 1, 1 Kings 17, it says, Elijah the Tishbite, he just stomped right in before Ahab. It doesn't say stomp, but it, it, you can think about how he came in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't delicately. He came before the king without a lot of fanfare, and he said, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Now you talk about a man who's in the hands of God, who has the confidence that he's got the word of God, and he's going to proclaim, there's not going to be anything happen without me saying it. And just to paint this in a picture, because I can't get this out of my head, but the proper way to approach a king in the court of the king, to come before him, to bow down, and, oh, king, live forever, and... Oh, your majesty, I've got a word from the Lord. Would you hear the word of the Lord? That's not Elijah. He just walks right in there 
hear the word of the Lord. Hey, I, I got a message for you. I'm not about all of the, the preamble here. And I probably didn't have time to really change my clothes for this occasion. I'm yeah. just coming, and I got to go. Because you recognize from that, there's a loincloth and he's a hairy man. That's all I know. <laughs> That's the guy that came stomping in before me here and said, I got a word of the Lord for you. It's not going to rain till I call for it. Well, well could you imagine the reaction in, in the yeah. king's court at that time? Yeah. And they go, quiet. who is this guy? Yeah. You know, some kind of a crank, some kind of a... You know, and, and they began to j joke maybe yeah. and laugh and, you know, who is he? And then it didn't rain for a while. You, yeah, you drop, you drop down a few verses and it says, it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up, there'd been no rain in the land. And, and, and you know what, the laughing that was in the court, I, I suppose they began to reflect back on that yeah. day that Elijah came in. Yeah. yeah. It would have been utter shock right at the beginning until he opened his mouth and spoke what to them was foolishness. Yeah. yeah. And then other laughter would have burst out until they begin to realize these things begin to come to pass. This is God. One after another after another this and they begin to go. From God. Yeah. So we can we can see that um uh like like you brother Andrew was talking about is that uh the king has his own prophets that are prophesy for uh, anything that he he wants to know. But the vindicated war wasn't Elijah. The only war that came from God in those days was through Elijah. It wasn't according to the popular thinking of the day. It wasn't according to the, what everyone else thought would have been the right way to do it, the right thing to say, uh, what was popular, but here comes a man, he's got a word from the Lord. And it so pleased God that we go down to Malachi chapter 4, and he was right and said, Behold, I'll send you Elijah the prophet. So he's beginning to show exactly what kind of a man, what kind of a characteristic, what kind of a way that this would come, that the one that would come as a forerunner before the great and dreadful day of the Lord would would be in such a way, it would be like Elijah, or it would have the spirit of Elijah. The characteristics yeah. of Elijah yeah. would be manifest again. And uh, you, you have to remember where Malachi 4 stands in time. It's... It's the last book of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. There is nothing now written until Matthew chapter 1 for another 400 years. Yeah. So this, this is just a word that God leaves at the end of the Old Testament. And, and it's talking about the coming of this prophet. And uh, it fulfills in a couple of folds. And I, I think it's worthwhile looking at the characteristics of Elijah and how did they manifest again. Mm -hmm. Because then we find if we if we go into the New Testament, because that was, as Brother Red said, right at the end of the Old Testament. Then if you flip over right to the beginning of the New Testament, you begin to find stories of another man. Yeah. Matthew chapter 3 uh, characterizes this very yeah. well. And you, you could read right from, from verse 1, but it would talk about, in those days came John the Baptist preaching where? in the wilderness, mm -hmm. in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And, and Matthew characterized it, says, this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, so Isaiah chapter 40, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So this is coinciding with Malachi 4, this is the one coming before the Lord. 
And now verse 4. This same John had a raiment of camel's hair, a leather girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone has the same spirit as someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly the cultured man that everybody would expect, mm. but uh, look, look at the importance of Elijah to uh, a kingdom in his time, Ahab, who had fallen from the great kings, from David, from Solomon, had brought Israel to a low state. It took a prophet like this. Now take the condition before Jesus coming. There was the Pharisees. These were steeped in a religion. It took a voice that was just from a different place, so tuned into God, so in the hands of God. And these were the characteristics that came forth. And, and begin to look at the message that came. You could follow this down through in Matthew chapter 3 in, in the next verses. The, the language of Elijah, or the language of, as we would call, John the Baptist here. In verse 7 of Matthew chapter 3, it says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth, therefore, fruits meet for repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the, the axe is laid unto the root of the tree. And he goes on, and, and he begins to say, and he says some very harsh things. Not only did he have a, you know, an uncouth way of dressing, but he had an uncouth way of talking. He had, a, he had a, something that he was saying that was... was was you know off-putting to probably many people around him just like the elijah that was in the old testament i'll make a, just a quick thing to say you know god was so pleased with that first spirit of elijah when elijah was on earth in Ahab's time that he now used him that same characteristic that same maybe manner of speaking the same approach it so pleased god the first time that he wanted that same nature to come and forerun jesus christ's coming yeah. It had so pleased him the first time, but there was this man that was almost offensive to the, you know, to the generation of the day. Uneducated. The uneducated. Yeah. You can yeah. see what he began to say. Oh, generation of vipers. What a, what a terrible thing to say. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is really what the world was seeing at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. um, you know, each of the gospel writers presents a different approach. Matthew is recording this, this from that level. And... Uh, but uh, John records it from another level uh, in John chapter 1. And, and he records it in a manner that, that gives witness to what was happening in a spiritual kingdom yeah. relative to light. Yeah, because John takes it from a, a standpoint of revelation, not a standpoint of as we see with our eyes. Mm -hmm. And he begins to look at it, and I'll just start in verse 1 because it's, it's, it's a very phenomenal scripture to me every time I read it. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And then it just makes a full, almost a full turn here, but it's, it's really going in the same direction. Yeah. And it says... And there was a man sent from God. If you go back to Luke chapter uh, 1 and verse 80, says about John, it says, And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit. 
and was in the desert till the days of his showing unto Israel. So he wasn't sent by any man. He didn't go to any school, any education. Right. He didn't get any ideas from any priest, anybody else, any king, anybody. But yet he went straight. And then John records it, and, and he looks at it. Man saw a man coming from the desert. John looked at it and said, there was a man sent from God. Right. And his name was John. And the same came for a witness. Now he begins to show, what's, what's the purpose? What, what's going on? Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet. He came as a witness. And he came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. And that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So now we see the whole message of John is, as Brother John began to lay out the message of John the Baptist, is he began to talk in such an uncouth way to everyone that was around him and in such a way that perhaps was even repulsive in their own minds that he would talk about vipers and axes to the roots of trees and hewing down and casting the fire and he began to lay out all of these things. But what he was doing was he was bearing witness of the light to show light through you've got to uncover you've got to uncover something in order to allow the light to shine upon it he began to uncover things that men had spent hundreds of years trying to cover up with yeah. their own ideas with their own thoughts their own doctrines their own theologies their own educations their own uh, societies their own everything that they tried to cover up and here comes a man and says just Blow it all up. Blow it all up. <laughs> I think exactly. it, by that point in time, not only had they had the Torah, but they had, I think, things called the oral history and all these other additions that they yes. would follow. And with the traditions of man, they, you know, they made the commandment to, to none effect. Jesus would not have a good opinion about that later on. But they had yeah. all these other things added. But John came down, all these traditions, all these thoughts, and he came down with the word. Well, the, the, the interesting thing as well is the expectation. John chapter 1, verse 19. Mm -hmm. It said, this is the record of John, where the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem. They said, who are you? And he confessed and he denied and says, I am not the Christ. Now, now look at the question they asked him. Well, what then? Are you Elijah? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was something in them that they identified. I've heard about this guy. Yeah, and he yeah. says, and now his answer was, was unique. He said, no, I'm not. I believe, you know, every prophet has to be identified in the scripture. Mm -hmm. And he says, are you that prophet? He answered, no. But look at his answer. His answer, because they said, well, who are you? Give us an answer. And he goes in verse 23, says, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as says the prophet Isaiah, going back to Isaiah chapter 40. Yes. So he's... Mm -hmm. He's identifying his task. He's a forerunner. He is there before the coming of the Lord. He's thoroughly identified in the scripture. And even by his detractors, the Pharisees, they have to admit that there's some similarities to Elijah here. It's an amazing yeah. parallel how, how God used this prophet that he first with characteristics in the book of Kings, but now he brings it again. Well, that's actually really, really good because they're seeing the natural similarities, mm -hmm. okay? But 
John the Baptist, I want to take it, and looks back at in the spiritual, and he begins to look at and identify himself in the scripture and realizes what you're talking about. You're trying to say, I'm the Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he's saying, I'm not that Elijah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's what they're, they're trying to draw those conclusions where they're, mm-hmm. they were studying the scripture. So they're trying to bring that about. They're seeing this. No, I've got the same characteristics. I've got the same spirit on me. Absolutely. But in the scripture, I'm identifying where Isaiah's talking. Mm-hmm. That was the last bit of prophecy that had been had for 400 years. Yeah. And so they were looking. They had, they had known that that was the last bit. That's where their Torah had ended. Yeah. And so where is this fulfillment? And I'll, I'll, I'll say, even in this moment, if that wasn't John, where is this fulfillment? It's something important to consider. Where is Malachi 4, and especially verses 5 and 6? If that wasn't John, who is it? Thank you for listening to the End Time Podcast. We hope it's been a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us at etpodcast at etmtab.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at End Time Podcast. Until next time, God bless you.